Hello, Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, Book 3. We're a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and how the world responds in turn. I am your host and DM, Scott, and you can find me on Twitter at TheScottBlake. Hi, I'm Chris. I play Iolana Makani, the Air Genasi Mystic, and you can find me at Killer on Twitter. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darwin Grimm, the Human Monk, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Nate on Twitter. Hi, I'm Shannon. I play Aranis Gray, also known as Gray the Great to my fans, and the Bard of the Bard's Rebellion. I am a half-elf bard, and you can find me at Skyren underscore Shannon on Twitter. And you can find the show on Twitter at Skyren Podcast. You can also support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Podcast. Head on over to find out about bonus chapters, early access, NPC creation, and more. Now then, thank you for joining us, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Here in the middle of the road, you're gathered beneath Brumble's growing canopy. The god of plants has arrived in the small port town of Capris at your request. During your encounter with their dreadmound servants, you came to realize that the seemingly unprovoked attack was anything but. They were sent here to prune you for your abuse of Brumble's mantle. Darwin has discovered that Pavia and Izun took this order quite literally, having already lost a leg and his head. <laughs> Curiously, neither wound proved fatal. Yeah, that's weird. Coram simply alluding to the cost Darwin chose to pay in order to save Aranus. He has been loosely reassembled, but will need a better solution to avoid falling apart again. You're joined by a mysterious member of the denouement, Iolana, whose abilities are quite different from Vale's. Seated near Aranus, Ikiri the Ageless is doing everything he can to get a bardic performance, though he seems more interested in M. His companion, Mistress Sangal, stood poised to attack Ezabeth, the Black Dragon Inspector General. That's right. Before Brumble appeared. As Felicity Hollowbrook looks to Darwin, the town of Capris grows silent in Brumble's shade. As you hear the god say, So, these are the sinners who seek to apologize. What do you do? I am sorry, I was so careless and thoughtless. That is a start, Bard. We should have realized that using such an artifact without its god's permission was not wise. Um, however, when we were told about the artifact, no such warning was given. That's not an excuse, and I'm not making one. However, uh, I suggest, and when we're done here, whatever that means, um, you go have a chat with Barifax. Ooh, interesting. Before they respond, Darvin, are you doing anything? No. Iolana? 
It's just me and a so god. This is, it's cool. <laughs> this picture is literally just artists standing in the street looking up, speaking to the canopy. Oh, I probably would have like kneeled before oh. I before I spoke. Like really, like I'm I'm really not here to start a fight, and I'm genuinely sorry that I was such a fucking idiot. Like mm-hmm. really. Brumble's canopy is rooted in the center of the road as this huge trunk of vines is growing up and has a canopy. And there's a bunch of flowers floating through the air right now. But yeah, Aranus is, for all intents and purposes, yelling up at the sky. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I think Yolana is continuing to take seriously ridiculously in-depth notes on everything that she's <laughs> observing. All right, Aranus. Roll some persuasion. Oh. Oh, son of a bitch. <laughs> you all saw that? It was almost 17, and then it wasn't. And then it was a three on the die. And then it was a three, but that's okay, because it's still a 16. That's, that's pretty good. <laughs> For a three, that's pretty good. I don't know that it's enough, because it's, you know, a god. But yeah. I'll, I'll take the 16. I think if you were talking just to Pavio or Izun... No big this deal. This would be fine. Yeah, but it's um, not. <laughs> you're speaking with Brumble, though. Yeah. <sighs> I fail to see how Barifax is involved in your misuse. You've already admitted that you were unwise. That is true. However, I wouldn't have even known of the mantle's existence if it weren't for Barifax. And? You blame the librarian for your misuse of knowledge? No, I blame him for the knowledge itself. (laughs) (laughs) And that I'm trying to decide if I should just like tell him what I asked and that like this was a thing that Barifax suggested. I may as well. I'm already in it at this point. All right. So I, okay. We went to Barifax as I'm, sure you could guess, seeking information about a variety of things, uh, one of which was how to kill a god. And Diolan is now scribbling even faster. I asked, I asked the question. Barifax gave me a suggestion of how I might do it, which included your mantle. I wouldn't have known about it if they hadn't suggested it. Hmm. We can discuss that matter with Barifax on our own. We are not here to question them. We are here because you sought atonement. So, what would you do to atone for your sin? To be perfectly honest with you, I don't know. But having come to the realization that I did something wrong, I knew I at least had to apologize. Knowing that that probably wouldn't be enough. (laughs) Do you speak for both of your companions who were involved as well? I don't know. One of them, you can't even question, nor can I. They are not here. They are, we know not where. Uh, The other one may or may not give you a head nod. (laughs) (laughs) I think some of the- I'm assuming everybody can hear this conversation, Um, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Everybody in this group and including 
the growing crowd on the periphery. Yeah, of course. I don't nod my head. I'm waiting to be addressed directly. Also, such motions are risky. It's true. Uh, in which case, Darwin, as Arnis so kindly refers to you, you see some of the flowers floating in the air turn to you as if you're drawing Brumble's attention. Do you seek atonement as well, monk? I get ready to talk. Take a deep breath. Kind of flex my fingers like I'm going to say a lot. Like there's a lot on my mind. I accept Aranus's apology. That's so very Darwin. Should we take that to mean that you accept your friend acting on your behalf? Or do you mean that he has apologized to you? Take it as you like. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to end well. (laughs) Darwin, please roll persuasion. (laughs) I'm good at this. That's going to be good. Oh, wait, I'm not terrible at this. Fine. Yeah. Except I can't roll. I got a nine. A nine. Okay. Monk, I would have my children dismember you further if I thought it would do anything. (laughs) We will reserve our judgment of you for the moment and deal with the more vulnerable of the pair for now. Bard, what would you do to atone for your sin? Would you do what we ask of you? Harness his head. He's like, I don't really see how I have a choice. No matter, it's fine. Actually, that may be what he actually says too. I don't particularly see that I have any other option. I can't fight you. I can't fight them. <laughs> As I point to the to the other plants, like I can't, I can't take you on. So we are prepared to give you an option. If you will, submit to it. It is your choice. The first choice, of course, is to just submit to the pruning that my children have been tasked with. And uh, option number two, if I'm not interested in dying today, thank you. Second, we would ask for assistance. From death comes new life. And you have condemned so many souls. We can do so much with these withered, but collecting them will take time. If you could bring us three powerful victims of your carelessness, you could count your penance paid. Do you mean people that are already completely withered, or do you mean people that are still alive like me? Those that have completed their suffering. We do not take life from the living. I figured I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) (laughs) No, this isn't about asking for three sacrifices. Yeah, I was was pretty sure, but asking seems like a good idea since, you know, (laughs) they're here. Or the third. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. You could accept this flower and... A small bud comes drifting in, and it's still small, still not quite blooming. It's this yellow and red chrysanthemum flower waiting to grow. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the easy option. To it's, it's really not, though. It can't possibly be that <laughs> simple. Know. Of course not. Can't be as easy as, yeah, I'll walk around with a flower in my hair. Right? Do that shit, but that ain't it. Uh, what is the rest of option three? Oh, you would carry this flower with you. So that way we could ensure you don't repeat yourself. A way to keep tabs on you and yours. Let me be clear. Let me understand what you mean by repeat. Do you mean not do any harm to anything of yours? Or do you mean not use any other god's artifacts? Or do you mean whatever you decide is unacceptable? (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's more close to what it is. We mean so that you do not abuse our power or our children again. All right. Basically like a divine lowjack. Right, yeah. (laughs) Slash shock collar. Yeah, it's, you know, it's it's fair. I have questions about option two, if you're willing to at least hear them, if not answer them. Go ahead. What do you mean by extremely powerful? It's very vague. Yeah, it's because there's a a large number of individuals that encompasses. Yeah. Well, on the lower end of that spectrum, someone like, and you see all of the floating flowers turn and focus on Ezebeth. Stronger would, of course, be better. At which point, Ezebeth takes great offense, but is also very aware of who is here. Bites her tongue for the moment. Okay. And... (laughs) You've got friends around, too. What what do you mean by bringing new life? Meaning, like, are you interested in a way to cure the withering? Or are you just looking to bring life from death? Just one-to-one. To grow new life out of their loss. Okay. I wouldn't dream of resurrecting anyone. It would displease Corum. No, I was. I wasn't suggesting you were gonna. Re- of course. So, I think. <sighs> yeah, Darth. Okay, there. I need to. I, I need yeah, to. Yeah, uh, Ilana's around. Felicity's around. I'm trying. To, okay, I'm trying to figure out if this means that I can't eat a salad ever again. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm trying to figure out right now. Because other than that, I'm like I'm I'm fairly. Like, I'm pretty sure eating vegetables is fine. I'm I'm fairly like plant neutral as far as I can tell, except for this one major incident. And so I'm trying to decide if like taking that flower thing is going to just like fuck me up royally. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it's kind of supposed to. They're not asking you to be a carnivore. Okay. I mean, I would hope not. Things that are supposed to be edible are meant to be eaten. Also, yes, you could probably also gather at this point that Brumble is more about getting life from death. So creatures sustaining themselves on plants are fine. Okay. But say, like, Darwin cutting trees down would not be cool. That's for, like, firewood and stuff. 
Oh, I guess no, that's, that's fine. I guess that's true. No, it's more like, hey, you see Pavia and Izun here, these sentient plant creatures. Don't attack them. Murdering them in cold blood would be bad. Okay. Starting a forest fire would be bad. Okay. Okay. Blotting out the sun would be bad. Just to go cartoonish. I can't decide which I'd rather do. Going hunting for powerful withered people just to see like what they're going to do sounds interesting, but- I feel like I should focus my like actual efforts with the withering other places. <sighs> I'm going to take option three. The flower, then. Yes. I'm 100% terrified right now, but I'm going to do it. That's all in my head, by the way. <laughs> Very well. And this flower bud drifts down closer to you and just stops floating a few feet in front, just within arm's reach. Kind of look up at Brumble like, do, do I just, do I just leave it there? If this is your choice, then take it. Oh, okay. Oh God, I'm so terrified right now. I'm so terrified about what's about to happen to me. And Scott's smiling, and I'm worried. And I reach out, and I, I reach out and I take it. You reach out a hand and you grab this flower, and as you wrap your fingers around it. You feel the roots of the flower dig into the palm of your hand, and the flower snakes its way entirely under your skin, and you feel it travel up your arm and across your chest, stopping just below the collarbone, before the flower bud blooms out of your skin, and you have a nice yellow and red chrysanthemum bloom just to the left of your chin. As it grows out of your chest. That's fun. I gotta buy new tight pants. They're blue. They don't match. (laughs) (laughs) They're like light blue. It's like you've got a godly body cam. Yeah, that is what it is. You could costume around that. Yeah. With this, we will be able to keep an eye and an ear on you at all times. And if we ever need to discuss a matter with you you'll always be close at hand we trust that you will not disappoint us again i think arnis is regaining a little bit of himself because what he's gonna say is well you'll be the first to know (laughs) (laughs) monk is this bard your friend and companion he is And will the two of you still be working together? I suppose we will for probably a long time. Then it seems we will have no trouble keeping an eye on you as well. As the flower on Arnis's collar just shifts over and points at Darvin. Don't worry, I won't chop down any rainforest without getting the proper permits first. (laughs) Such an ass! (laughs) (laughs) You've clearly been... Touched in some way by Corum to still be surviving after all that we have put you through. Part of us wants to know how far that extends. But it's not our place to interfere with Corum, unless you would be willing to submit to such a such an experiment. Pass, but thank you. <laughs> I admit I'm curious, too. Just not that curious. 
wanted to put that out there. So I, Scott, wanted to put that out there. <laughs> Just in case. Actually tempting, but no. But for now, then, it seems you need to rest. And I believe it is Pavia, whom you're leaning up against right now. Some of their vines are helping support your head. You see some very different flowers bloom from those vines. And then there's a puff of pollen hits you in the face. <laughs> Please make a constitution saving throw. Oh, dear. 16. And Darwin falls asleep. Not a bad roll, though. No, not bad. Not Again, yeah. godly interference. Strong pollen. Godly pollen. See, and on a normal day, Arnis would be like, what the fuck are you doing to my friend? But not today. <laughs> today, not today, Arnis buddy. is like, ooh, hit me with some of that godly pollen. Oh, today, today, Arnis is like, mm-mm. Uh, and as Darwin falls <laughs> asleep, Felicity like, rushes over like, and is tapping him on the face like a little psh, psh, psh. Hey, hey, Darwin, what? But right too hard. It's had a fall off. <laughs> I was just saying. <laughs> sorry. No, no. She doesn't like rough up Darwin. But uh, oh god. <laughs> notices that it's just sleep, and as you pass out, Pavia digs deeper into the ground and slowly disappears underneath as you just are laid down on the ground. Ah, uh, no more tree support. Sorry, buddy. Before they burst forth. Right next to Izun, the two of them sort of just turn up to Brumble as if they were the sun and extend their arms and tendrils and vines just in an outward motion as if to absorb their godly radiance. What does Brumble say before finishing with you all? Bard, even though you and your monk and your assassin friend have not elected to help us collect any of the poor souls you've damned. If you change your mind, we would still be willing to accept them as tokens of gratitude or redemption or what have you. And if that is the case, you may bring them to us at our temple. You can find us on Lyranor, beyond the Crystal Castle. Which I don't need to tell anybody here, your characters would all know, that is far away. That is the continent on the North Pole, basically. Deep in summer. Just in case. Um, before Brumble leaves, is there anything anybody wants to do? Iolana has no need to do anything right now. <laughs> Must be nice for Iolana, then. <laughs> Darwin's passed out. It's a very peaceful rest. Okay, then. Their work here finished for now. You see the vines that have planted themselves in the ground start shooting upwards as if Brumble were growing taller and taller. But eventually you see that the entire roots just pull up out of the ground until this whole huge canopy, probably covering the width of the city and the port and all the ships there docked, is just floating in the air before it bursts into thousands, millions of flower buds and seeds and leaves and petals and just Floats away on the wind. Do you have an anahistamine spell? No. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Arnis just like slumps down on the ground and sits like a little kid, like after they've <laughs> like after they're done having a temper tantrum, right? With, like legs at like a ninety degree angle and just like <sighs> And as you do so that flower turns and looks up at you. Always watching. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> now you have a lute that talks to you and a flower that watches you. <laughs> I know what the flower is, though. I still don't know anything about the lute or why Ikiri is very interested in it. Speaking of. Yeah. I figured we were getting back to that. As soon as Brumble's gone, Ikiri turns to you, still sitting in that chair. Please, by all means, continue playing. <laughs> I will continue to pay you, of course. Are you seriously unfazed by what just happened? It's not me that's on the line. In his head, Arnis is going, <laughs> who the fuck are these people? Then it's like, oh, God dropped by. Eh, that's Tuesday. Go about your business. Like, what the hell? Um. Oh, yeah. And Elizabeth is still here. Um, I don't want to worry about them just yet. I, I want to see if there's anything you two want to do. I take M off my back, I guess, and just start like, it's really half-hearted strumming. Like, real, like, I just, you kidding me? Like, I just had to submit myself to a god, like, I can't fucking, all right. And it's just like, I mean, it's a sad little sorry tune that I'm strumming and I'm not singing. <laughs> oh, but M is. I'm sure she is. And although Ikiri is disappointed with your stage presence let's yeah. call it i'm I'm still sitting on the ground like legs out in front of me <laughs> i just have like the loot in front of me like playing i haven't even gotten up yet he's still very pleased to hear em ilana is there anything you want to be doing right now at this point i'm really just waiting for my turn with arnis but i'm not gonna interrupt okay in which case let's go over to sleeping darvin so darvin what are you dreaming about while you sleep um, kangaroos. <laughs> Pouch it or other kangaroos? Other kangaroos, but there's some thematic connection, we'll say. Okay. What are these kangaroos doing? Just jumping around. <laughs> <laughs> Hippity hopping. Is this out in the wild? Is this a zoo? Is it's this... in like a weird... See, I want to make a chess thing, but there's probably not... Man, what's the best? Some kind of game board, and they're like game pieces like colored black and white like they would be chess pieces in our world chess exists nice a version of chess exists it doesn't have to be our chess but some sort of chess exists then yeah they look like chess piece kangaroos okay. like black and white jumping around um to continue with that analogy what piece do you think they represent well they're all the same if you had to tie them to our real world chess Pawns, rooks, knights, bishops, Some, kings. Somewhere between pawns and rooks. They're definitely more rook-like in appearance, but they're all the same. So more pawn-like in that sense. Okay. Probably not the most powerful pieces. And you see the kangaroos moving across the board. And as they go to capture each other, rather than knock them over, you just see one of the kangaroos pick up another of the opposite <laughs> color and <laughs> shove it into the pouch. <laughs> And continue hopping along. I love it. And they move back and forth across the board until there are only two remaining, both having pouch consumed a number of other kangaroos, until they hop closer and closer to one another, until they come in striking distance, and you see the final kangaroo get picked up, and as they are being shoved down into the pouch of the other kangaroo, it's like overstuffing a backpack. <laughs> Or a piece of luggage and just keeps shoving down and keeps like popping back up a little <laughs> bit and shoving down and popping back up a little bit until finally it uses both of its front arms, like, pushes it down 
super hard and just hugs its own pouch. And the belly is looking like it wants to burst. (laughs) It's shaking with the volume of all the other pieces that it's captured so far. Until eventually, it just explodes. And there's a cacophony of kangaroos everywhere. (laughs) And they rain down and fall into darkness. Before the board that they've been playing on turns up sideways, spins around. On the other side is Corum. Darvin? Oh, hey, God. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I did not expect to see him here. He caught me off guard. I see you've had an encounter with Brumble. Little bit. It was a little bit when you met their children, and they took your leg. They took your head. It was quite a bit more when Brumble themselves came. I am pleased, Darvin. But you were not tempted by them. You stayed strong to who you are. And you didn't apologize. Why should you? You were doing what I asked. Right. And it seems you have a much clearer understanding now of the cost you paid. Things are clicking. Do you understand? I believe so. What do you believe? I believe that there is a link between my present condition not the being chopped up part but the being able to survive being chopped up part and you're helping me to free or save Arnis. yes starvin i would have told you sooner i just wasn't sure if you would believe it and i didn't want you testing it on your own probably smart but it was your death that held open the portal to allow Arnis's return so i died there no if you were dead you would be with me You lost the ability to die. Uh, You will never join me. uh, That's a hell of a punishment. It really is. For someone whose goal is to be with Gorum. I don't know if that's his goal, but to never be allowed to join your own god. I don't know how much Darwin considers that a loss, but for a god to say, like, nope, you can never join me, they view that as a big cost. Because why wouldn't you want to join your god, the god that you worship? Right. And as I said, this is a cost. It will eventually hurt. If not now, later. And just being free from death doesn't mean you're free from consequence. As I'm sure you've noticed now. Yeah, I have. But much of this is perspective. Whether you think of yourself as an acolyte or an abomination is up to you. The effect is largely the same. But how you view yourself has an impact on you and those around you. I hope this doesn't turn you away from me. As it is, it, it does sadden me to know that you won't join me. You've done exceedingly well. But sometimes I need a hand in the world. And it's up to you to decide how you take this cost. When you wake up, you should know. You should have made your decision by then. In fact, I can keep you here until you do, if you wish. I've made my decision. Just gonna slide these in front of Darwin for a <laughs> moment here. Am I grabbing the decision? Yeah. You've chosen to be my acolyte in the world. This pleases me. We may never be as close as I would like, physically, in the afterlife. But that doesn't mean you can't do great things for me in the world. Is there anything you would ask of me now? 
I do have a couple questions. I'm at your disposal. So it's been a little bit over a month. Do you have any updates on my friend Vale? Hmm. Your changeling friend. What do you want to know about them? They are still alive, if that's what you want to know. But still trapped. They've actually shown up here. Here? In my realm. Though I'm not sure entirely how. Here yet alive. Body as intact as it was when they left your side. Did I know this already? Nope. No. Okay. This is new information. New is that because you is that because you walked through the snow? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> got it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Because the veil decided to go down through the grayscape in Corum's Got well. it. Got it. Okay. Got it. <laughs> okay. Second question. Do you have suggestions for my, um, you know, frailty, we'll say? <laughs> How you decide to heal yourself is up to you, Darwin. Some just take longer than others. I mean, you could wait for it to just simply heal back together if you want to be in bed that long. I see, I see. But there are other methods. Hint, part of that is on the paper I just gave you. All right. Oh. Um, All right. Okay. But yes, it is entirely possible to fix yourself or change yourself. Mm, change myself. Interesting. How about my friend Aranus and that flower thing? Is that going to pose a problem? Not for me. <laughs> That's about the answer I'd expect. Yeah. How about for me or for Aranus? As long as you don't go doing anything against Brumble's will, you should be fine, both of you. That's what I thought. Should be all right. Okay. I think those are all my questions. Okay. Should ask if it's possible to give Vale back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that would have come up. <laughs> so back to the topic of Veil, it just reoccurred to me. Do, do you think it's at all possible to get them back? If I knew how they got here. I see. So you can't answer the question because you're not sure. I deal with souls, Darwin. Not living bodies. I can send souls back. If I wish. But a body is a different story. They would have to retrace their steps to make it back. Okay, I understand. And it should go without saying that the one responsible isn't really around anymore to answer that question. Fair, fair. Oh, shit, yeah. Anything else? That's it. Okay. Well, Darvin, it's always good to see you. Likewise. It may be some time before we see each other again. Unless you reach out. I will if I need to. And they sort of fade back into that game board. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the game board. Turns back around, falls flat, and you see that checkerboard design. And then it all just rushes towards you. So you just see flashes of black and white. And your eyes blaze open, Ah. staring up at the sun. Felicity looking down at you. Ilana furiously writing in a notebook nearby. So... Shortly after, Brumble vanishes into the sky in a burst of plants and flowers. Darwin wakes up under the watchful eyes of Felicity. Ilana writing her notes. Arnis half-heartedly playing a tune for Akiri, who sits enraptured by M. Mistress Sangal and Ezabeth still stand face to face, 
though previously ready to throw down, have paused due to some divine intervention. (laughs) It kind of deflates the mood a bit. What are people doing? I want to ask Ikiri why he seems so obsessed with my loot. I don't stop playing. Oh, no, I wasn't going to ask. Okay. (laughs) As he throws down another 50 gold, simply says, It is a lovely tune. The sound coming from your loot is unlike anything I've heard in memory. Okay. I just seemed like there was something more than that to it. So I was like, uh... Like he recognized the voice or something. I would hire you to be my private musician, if you would allow. I am extremely flattered. However, I have things to uh, clear up. You seem to clear things up with that god fairly well. Would you believe me if I told you that was a minor speed bump? (laughs) (laughs) That makes you sound like a real badass. (laughs) It's so true, though. Half the world's dying, one god, man. I'm incredibly intrigued, then. What is more important? I feel like now is not the time for me to share that. I'm going to have to tell one of these fools, though. I know why they're Um, here, right? I know why they're here. The glamour? Akiri. Who? No, I mean, like, all of these, like, people, all these important people, I know why they're here. Oh, yes. It is no secret at all that Count Vera and Countess Arena have been calling forth influential people to look into the withering to try to find a solution. That is why Akiri and the rest of his compatriots are here. Okay, let's see. Well, if you do have more important matters to attend to, perhaps I could just hire you for a private show while you are here. It's so weird for artists. Private, private bard? It's so weird. You like I would pay whatever you ask to hear your lute sing. <laughs> That's a hell of a telling moment. He doesn't really want you. I know. I feel dirty. <laughs> I really I see what happens when you tell him no. I do like there's Am I supposed to feel dirty about this ask? Like, a little I feel, bit. Okay. Yeah, I think okay. He's a, that's <laughs> like, that's like, not feel, his intention, but that is definitely my intention. Okay. I'm like, yeah, I feel, I feel really... One, obviously, I'm not going to say, like, yes out of hand without consulting M because, like, it's creepy, his obsession. Okay. Um, would you allow me some time to think about it? Certainly. Thank you. I'm not even going to ask how much. <laughs> I'm just going to take it. I will be staying at the hotel. You're free to come to my quarters anytime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Getting a very indecent proposal feel right here. Oh. Arnest tries to melt into the street for the first time in his adult life. <laughs> Uh, I would say second, there was the whole thing with your loving, doting fan in uh, Honey Hollow where you also wanted to melt into the ground. Oh, yeah. That was different. That was into the stage, though, because I was in a room full of people and I was like, ooh. All right. Ikiri's weird obsession with you and your loot aside. Pretty weird. Darvin, Ilana, what do you want to do? I feel like I need to tell Arnis what I just learned about Vale, but... Mm. Ernest is a little preoccupied. 
you can have a moment with Arnis if you want. I think after Ikiri says you can come to my room whenever you want for a private show, he will drop down one final <sighs> coin purse before he goes to make himself comfortable and assure that the accommodations are up to his high standards. How much is that one? That's another 200 gold. Holy <laughs> Lord. I think Scott's kind of being generous over here considering all we lost when Vale disappeared. <laughs> sure. I now have 850 gold. <laughs> That's, yeah. Yay me. That's dirty money. Yes, it is. <laughs> I need a shower. <laughs> he will get up. Mr. Singal will pick up that chair that he was sitting on. But as Mr. Singal leaves, you see her just shoot daggers at Elizabeth with her eyes. Just like, I will f*** you up if you interfere again. I'm still playing and I'm like... She's like in like beefy dragon person mode now still, right? Like hadn't gone full dragon, but had been like... She was flexing a bit, yeah. yeah. Elizabeth certainly had some claws out. The wings she can never really make go away uh, as a black dragon. Only the metallic dragons can really go full human. Or, sorry, full change. The chromatic dragons retain some of their draconic form at all times. But Elizabeth was certainly big, or like bigger and flexing. What is, Darwin, uh, you said you wanted to talk to Arnis. Oh, yeah. So I'm going to try and sit up, I think, and stand up. No, you're fine. I'll help you. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, Ihana helps. So I'm going to head over to Arnis. I'll help you over there. <laughs> Having someone to lean on would certainly help. Your leg's still a little wobbly. Okay, so I'll be like, hey, uh... (laughs) 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 This is terrible radio. Just staring at Iolana. Aranis, Iolana, Aranis. Like a tennis match. Like a three-way tennis match. Um... You want to give us some space, kid? No, uh, I, I I think I'm good. Um, I've got questions for you now that Aunt Darwin's answered my questions. I'm sure you do. You want to give us some space, kid? <laughs> um, I'm good. I'm, I'm helping him. No, no, no. You're not good. I got him. And I just like, <laughs> I stop playing and I just get Darwin like under the arms. I'm like, we're good. Back up. And I give her sort of the like shove off <laughs> symbol sign. Arnis, why are you dodging my questions? Okay, what seems to be happening right now actually doesn't have anything to do with this whole business with you wanting to question me. I want to talk to Darwin, not with you. And then we can, like, chat it up or whatever. But, like, this is an A-B conversation. You need to see your way over somewhere else. (laughs) But this is the third time you've told me to go away and not answer my questions. I need my questions answered. Your questions are going to have to wait another five minutes. <laughs> You're also confrontational. It's interesting, to say the least. This is the first time Darwin's actually come up to me in, like, a month <laughs> to, like, want anything. So, like... That's really true yeah. and fair. I had forgotten which, about which is how... part of the reason why I'm like, uh, you need to go. I don't know what this is about, but you need to go. <laughs> I forgot how loner lumberjack Darwin was. It's been a I wasn't really being time. any less loner either. Oh, no. You just disappeared into your performance in the bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Aranis. I'll wait for you in your room. And I turn around and I go. What's up with everybody being in the hotel? Uh, <sighs> and why do you need to meet them in their the, rooms? Your room when I said that? Oh, yeah. I think that came across. Uh, yeah, it's fine. 
As Ilana leaves, Felicity follows them for a good 10, 15 paces just to make sure they don't turn back around. Nice. Satisfied that Ilana has left, Felicity turns back around and gives Darvin like a affirmative, like wave, thumbs up type thing. Like, good. You've got your privacy. Nice. Thank you, Felicity. She's got your back. So anyway, Arnis, I fell asleep just there. I took a little nap. Did you notice? I, yeah, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was a really good nap. And I talked to my god. And I got an update on our friend. Really? They are... I have to phrase this delicately the right way so you don't get the wrong idea. They are still alive, but trapped in Quorum's realm. And he doesn't know how they got there or how to help them get out. I don't think he would help them get out, but he, he doesn't know. Well, can't he just send them back? No. Because... <laughs> Let's see if I can remember his exact words. Of all that bullshit he already said. Yeah, 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 I actually yeah, yeah, heard yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> he doesn't know the path they took to get there. Right. So he can't send them back. He deals in souls, not bodies. That. <sighs> what? So they're just, like, alive in there, and there's, like, nothing nothing we can do? Although I guess Coram didn't say there's nothing we can do, just nothing that he knows about that we can do. There's got to be something we can do. Damn it. I burned our bridge with Barifax. Did you? How? I sold him out to Brumble. Oh. <laughs> I'm not going to say that door's closed. The door's still there. Maybe the chain's on. <laughs> it's locked-ish. Ish. I don't think you're going to be too mad about that. Well, it's Gosia and Ovid are here if you really wanted to talk to a Celestial. I really don't. Okay. They can kiss my just ass. I wanted to put that um, out there. I especially don't want to talk to Gosia. Especially. <laughs> okay. So I don't know what to do with that intel. I just thought you should know. Well, I'm... I guess I'm glad that they're not dead. But you if they're guess. not recoverable either... Hey, they have to be recoverable. Uh, Where there's a body part that can fall off and be reattached, there is a friend who can be rescued from the netherworld. That is a weird analogy. <laughs> that sounds uh, that sounds like a fun adventure. But I suppose as long as we don't have to cut down any forests in the meantime, or to get there. That's probably then... the catch, right? That's probably how we get there, is by burning down a shit ton of trees. Yeah. Which we can't do now. You don't have to make assumptions. <laughs> He was trying to be funny. Painted into a corner. Okay. Um, how are you? I'm optimistic. That seems new. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, I think we still have to figure out how to reattach some of my parts, but, but I think this is going to work out okay. Okay. So, are you, are you like alive or undead or like what are you because you should be dead right now but you're like not i am i can't die that's what it is i can't die so you're alive and you can't die sort of <laughs> yeah, yeah i think i think that's right i think technically i have to be alive mm -hmm. yeah if you yeah. can't if you can't die i'm alive i just can't die that's weird but i guess if you're not dead it's not terrible that's how i see it I thought it was weird at first. Now it's cool. All right. I am death's I just, I just, instrument. I just kind of take it in stride because I'm like, I've, I've seen weirder. Yeah. Is that really <laughs> the weirdest thing that's happened right now? Probably not. It's not. 
I am the walking. Rumble's only a minor speed bump, so it's fine. Breathing embodiment of Korra. All right. Okay. Other things you want to do here in this conversation, or should we move on? I think we can sort of move on. I've actually just kind of been waiting for somebody to like come out of the crowd and be like, hey, so that conversation you were having with Brumble, oh, don't worry. what People were have you noticed. talking about? People have just noticed sort of wait, and I'm overheard. Because I'm thinking, I really should tell somebody what's going on, but then I keep thinking, somebody's going to come to me. You don't mean tell someone that we started this, right? Well, yeah, they're going to ask based on that conversation I just had. Like, that seems like a bad idea. We should try and blame it on, 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 on. <laughs> On who's that oh. guy we killed in that city? In that you have to be more specific than that. <laughs> you know the 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 real bad guy. Still more Again, specific. You need to be more specific. The, he was like a duke, or a... Count Valance. Yeah, that guy. He's been dead so long. He's been dead since the end of book one. <laughs> it's been like a year. <laughs> I'm not saying you can't. I'm just saying, like, that's a tough sell. Because <laughs> that was a very public, uh, very wide-known death. But he might have, like, planned it out in advance and the repercussions just took a while to hit. That's probably what happened. I'm pretty sure that's not going to fly, given the conversation I just had with Brumble. In the middle of the town. Yep. With people listening. Yep. But he probably, like, ah, uh, never mind. Arnis is feeling a little, like breezy right now by the way a little okay. just like free and easy like whoo soft my chest somebody come talk to me about it <laughs> <laughs> you'll figure it out like i already started talking somebody else come at me well if your conversation is done what do you want to do next do you want to go talk to ilana who's I, waiting up in your room yeah i guess i'll go that direction all right uh, are you going alone darvin are you going are you bringing any of your friends with you you've got so many companions and cohorts here that we have not spent much time with. I don't know how one-on-one -on -one this conversation is meant to be. And I do. I, it doesn't actually matter to me. I, I guess, Darwin, you've already talked to her. Do you want to come with me? Sure, why not? You can bring Felicity. All right, we'll bring Felicity. Who's helping Darwin walk around? You, oh, yeah. Uh, Arnis or Felicity? Uh, I guess I can, since I already was. Okay. To get Yolanda to, like, <laughs> shove off. <laughs> I've been really mean to you. <laughs> like... I enjoy it a lot. I don't, I don't really... The Arnis doesn't really feel bad about it, but I feel bad about it. So, Arnis, Darvin, and Felicity all head up to Arnis's room in the hotel, where Ilana is waiting. Question is, how patiently? That's a good question. I'm trying to figure out what I've been doing while I've been waiting. Uh, how long has it taken for you to get up to your room? Not uh, particularly five to long. Five minutes. Yeah. Pretty truthful to his word. Okay, perfect. So during that time, I've been, I've set myself up. I'm sitting, I'm quite small, actually. So I'm sitting cross-legged on the bed. My cloak is kind of out behind me. My book's open and I've, I've been meditating as I've been waiting. Mm. Um, and then while I'm doing that, I'll be, the process of that is activating an ability. Oh. oh Do tell which ability Damn this it. is. I want to make sure I read it correctly to you. Okay. I'm on pins and needles here. It's actually my psychic focus for a nomadic mind. Um, and it says, whenever you focus on this discipline, you choose one skill or tool you have proficiency with. Mm. Uh, and you have proficiency with it until your focus ends. Okay. All right. And the skill will be intimidation. Oh, well, I guess we know which direction this could go. Apparently, Elon is coming in hot. Okay. And now I'm just waiting in meditation for their arrival. All right. The door opens. There's the trio of folks you've been waiting on. 
Well, probably more just waiting on Aranus and Dark. <laughs> Felicity, as far as your research has told you, does not have any connection to Vale. Huh. Arnis, you brought Darvin. Wonderful. This should make things easier. Could you ask your friend to leave, please? Why? We have to discuss business, and they're not privy to our business. <sighs> and then in Darvin's head, he hears, unless you'd like me to kill her. And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Thanks again to all of our Patreon patrons for your support. If you'd like to become a patron, go to patreon.com slash podcast and pick out a level that's right for you. Before we go, I'd like to give special thanks to everyone at the $5 and up tiers. At the $5 City Council level, thank you, Tucker Tuttle and Shannon DeMello. At the $10 Mayor level, thank you, Christopher DeMello and Sierra Jones. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Podcast. You can join our Discord server, or you can email us at skyrenpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrenpodcast.com. As always, we want to thank Vanessa Blockland for our podcast art. You can find more of her work on Twitter at Art by Vanessa B. And thanks to Daryl Dibber Reckonos for creating our theme music. You can find more of his music at DibberMusic.com and on Twitter at DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on Seasons of Skyrend. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, our generous Patreon patrons, and our special friends who would like to say hello. Who are the Hawks? The English dictionary defines Hawks as a type of large bird that catches small birds and animals for food, or a person who strongly supports the use of force in political relationships. The Hawks are the second one. Well, three of them are, and then there's Enigma, who's a princess that may be insane. Not a princess! (laughs) Everyone likes different types of stories, and everyone's got their own niche, and I think we definitely hit a certain niche there. Somebody's niche. (laughs) Yeah, someone's niche. We basically think it's really funny and... I mean, humour is very subjective, but... I disagree! (laughs) (laughs) Objectively, we're funny. I've got comedy chops. We're officially funny. Yes! Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, an epic Dungeon World actual play podcast. A story of heroism, sacrifice and the nobility of the human soul let down only by the dice and the characters and the players. You're going to love it. Yeah, this isn't really promo material.